Well, welcome back, everybody, to our next edition of our podcast series. Uh, today, we'll be talking about the library here at Bard. I'm Josh Tyler, one of the assistant directors of admission, and as always, I'm here with Mackie Siebens. Hello, Josh. Uh, as Josh said, I'm Mackie Siebens. I'm the director of admission and an alumna of the college as well. And today, we're going to be talking about the library and library resources with Betsy Colley, who's joining us here today. Hi, Betsy. Hi, Mackie. Hi, Josh. How are you? Good. Doing well. How are you? Good. Thanks Good. for being here. Great. Great. Very happy to be here. So, we'll start with the first question, which okay. is what can you tell us about your role as the director of libraries here at the college? Uh, my role as director of libraries is really to be uh, uh, a sort of organizer and a conduit. Um, you know, we're, we're constantly looking at uh, what the needs of our students are, what the needs of our faculty are, and trying to meet those needs at every single level. And, uh, you know, some of my work involves working with uh, the other librarians on staff. Some of my work involves taking the work that we're doing in the library and making sure that that's known and, uh, and uh, uh, responsive to what's going on on the campus in general. So, um, you know, that's I, that's, I think, our primary, uh, my primary role is, is sort of being the, the person who connects all of these different things together. Mm-hmm. So great, and, and I work with students too, and that is that's I have to say for twenty five years that has been the biggest pleasure of my job. So nice. Well, yeah, yeah I think I'm. It's glad that you're. In, I'm glad that you're in that position and really enjoy working mm-hmm. with students. I imagine I worked with you. I remember. I, know. <laughs> I remember well during my senior project. That's um, right. Yeah, I remember it well. Um, and what types of services does the library have? Well, we've got books certainly. And we have uh, we have ebooks. We actually uh, we're up above between with physical books and ebooks. We're up above uh, nine hundred thousand titles at this point, which is pretty significant. Great. Yeah, yeah, it's a pretty significant collection. Um, I'd say we have about eighty five or ninety uh, research databases, uh, and they range from you know newspaper databases to utilities that you can use to create a bibliography. Um, we have uh, a very robust uh, archives program, um, really wonderful uh, local history resources. We work very closely with Montgomery Place. Uh, we have uh, uh, the Visual Resources Center as part of the library, so whenever you need images, we have uh, an enormous collection okay. of images. Um, what else? So much. Uh, we offer instruction in information literacy and research skills. We offer that as a just kind of general thing for everybody, and we also offer that within the context of particular classes. We have research guides for classes for, uh, you need to stop me before I go, before <laughs> I take up all the time. Um, so uh, we have research guides that are particular to classes and particular to subject hmm. areas and particular to very specific things as well. So we work with, with other members of the staff and other departments to create research guides. Um, what else? You know, I... I can't, I think, say this often enough, that the biggest service that we offer is, is a kind of one-on-one working with students on all their research needs across every part of their experience at BARD, whether they have questions during L&T or whether they're trying to figure out how to upload their senior projects into our database, uh, you know, at the end of their senior year. Oh, yeah. Sure. Yeah. Betsy, could you elaborate maybe a bit on how you and your colleagues um, help do that work and what other types of uh, ways you work with students? Sure. Very often students will come to us, uh, you know, and say, well, I have to write this paper. 
and I don't know what this, I don't know where to start. And so we make an appointment with them usually, although we can just, you know, you can do that on the fly as well. You can just come to the reference desk. Uh, but we'll make an appointment, we'll sit down, we'll, uh, we'll go through all the search strategies that they need, we'll help them find certain uh, materials, and then we'll, um, uh, you know, uh, we'll sort of set them off because really a big part of our mandate is teaching people how to do this on their own because you won't always have the resources of the library. You won't always have the resources of uh, a librarian who will sit down and work with you like this, but you'll always need to be able to find research and you'll mm -hmm. always uh, need to be able to evaluate research. Sure. So, I mean, one of the, you know, uh, one of the things that I, I, I think we're thinking more and more about is how to create people who go out into the world and support public libraries, know how to get this research, understand what uh, real information is, what true information is, how to figure out what's a fact and what's propaganda. Mm -hmm. All those things are very important, and those are things that we do in the library. Great. Great. Thank you. Um, and moving from sort of those, those mm -hmm. resources into um, maybe the physical space of the mm -hmm. library, can you talk a little bit about um, how students can actually use the space itself? Mm -hmm. The library is open every day, uh, most days until 1 a.m. We open at 8 in the morning. Uh, we close at 1 a.m., except for Friday and Saturday nights when we close at 10 because Bard students. Mm -hmm. I mm -hmm. guess they like to have lots of things to do. Yeah. I don't understand why you would have to leave the library. <laughs> um, but the, uh, uh, so we're, we have a, a lot of hours, and um, uh, we have, I mean, this is a little bit to difficult to describe just, you know, uh, in words, but the library is made up of these sort of three sections. So the first part is a, a classical Greek building that was built in 1892. And uh, it's uh, the part of the library that um, typically tends to be the quietest. It's where we house back issues of periodicals and also some of our special collections. We have uh, Hannah Arendt's personal library with her uh, uh, the books that she had in her apartment in New York and, and I believe in a house upstate here. Mm, sure. uh, and those books contain her marginalia. So, so that's a collection that people from all over the world come to use. Uh, we have some rare books in there, but that tends to be a sort of very, very quiet area. Um, and then, uh, and we have large tables there, but upstairs on the fourth floor of that building, we have, um, it's skylit, it's really a beautiful section of the library. We have senior carols, and we also have some standing desks. We have a sort of lounge-type area for when you just need to sit and bang away on your laptop. Uh, we have a large work table up there. Um, and then in the, the slightly newer section of the building, which was built in the 1960s, uh, that's where we have a computer lab for students to use. We have um, the Sussman Room, which contains... The collection of uh, Alan Sussman, and those are rare books uh, in uh, philosophy and law and law. Um, and that's actually a really beautiful part of the library. Again, skylit. It has uh, furniture in it that um, the a bookcase from Schuyler House. This hmm. large ornate bookcase from Schuyler House is in there, and then all the other bookcases that house the Sussman collection were built in imitation of that. So it's sort of the oh, cool. yeah, it's really really pretty. Hmm. Um, there are always students in the Sussman room because it's just a really lovely place to work. Uh, we have, um, uh, and then we have more senior carols and, and work tables uh, on the second floor. We have large windows on the um, western part 
of the library, and so we get a lot of natural light in the library. Students really love to work there. Um, uh, and then the newest part of the building was designed in the early 1990s, and I believe it opened in 1992, so 100 years after the first part mm. of the library. And that was designed by uh, Robert Venturi and Denise Scott Brown, uh, who are Pritzker Award-winning, well, let me rephrase that. He won the Pritzker Prize, but she's a woman. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. So, so, uh, so uh, Pritzker Prize Award-winning uh, uh, Architects, uh, they are the parents of, uh, of postmodern architecture. Mm-hmm. And uh, it is, it's a really, really lovely part of the library. That's the western part where all the windows are. Um, it's got a variety of different spaces. Uh, I actually think that depending on your study style, I mean, a lot of students like to study alone. A lot of students like to study in a group. Mm-hmm. A lot of students like to just be in a place where other people are doing the same thing they're doing, sort of like to be on the edge of all of that. Uh, I think we have a space for everybody in that library. We have uh, four study rooms. I'm hoping to open a fifth, maybe even a sixth soon. Oh, nice. Yeah. Those are the yeah. sort of larger, on, right by the mm-hmm. stairwell in the corner with those windows. Yeah, yeah. I used, yeah, to, those I used are great to work rooms. there a lot with yeah. friends. We would sort mm-hmm. of band together and do right. power hours of work. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, yeah. It's, it's still great. used for that. And we have, there are big whiteboards in there that students nice. use. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and we also have um, a relatively soundproof room uh, that hmm. students can use for Skyping or video conferencing. Um, and, oh, and we have an archives reading room as well. Nice. So, yeah. Great. That's excellent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so is it possible for students to work at the library or okay. collaborate with the library in any way? And... Yeah, actually on a number of different levels. I mean, we hire people to do shelving. We hire people to sit at service desks. Uh, we hire students to work in individual departments. So we have students who work in uh, with our education and instruction librarians. We have students who work in technical services. Uh, we have students who work in the archives. They do really wonderful work. Um, we do, um, uh, you know, and, and we have shelvers too. Um, but uh, we also uh, collaborate with students uh, on a number of different projects. We have uh, exhibit space in the library, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so very often students or students within or classes of students will come in and we'll work with them on uh, on creating exhibits in the library of their work and of other people's work. And the library, um, I will say that uh, uh, we have a lot of... Uh, a lot of things on the walls and on the windows in the library, and those are all created by students, uh, typically in one of our, our art classes, our studio art classes. And that's always a pleasure for us. Yeah, we do the same thing down mm-hmm. in the admission oh, yeah? loving room. It's all artwork from students. That's cool. great. Yeah, 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 yeah. it's nice. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're also, I mean, they're, we're going to hopefully talk about maybe any developments that you think mm-hmm. um, might be happening in the future. I've also learned snippets from students and staff mm-hmm. about some really creative things that you're doing in the library, lending things like lawn chairs oh, yeah. and doing mm-hmm. really fun stuff. Can you talk yeah. a little bit about that too? Yeah, we've just started, well, we've sort of been building up to this, but we have a library of things. So mm-hmm. we have five lawn chairs that we can lend. Uh, oh, actually, you know, there's another space, and that's outside the library. We yeah. have outside seating for students mm-hmm. to use. But, um, but yeah, we have a library of things. So we have um, uh the lawn chairs. We have uh, prayer rugs for students to use uh, so that they can take a minute mm-hmm. and pray or meditate. Um, we have uh, lamps for just when you need a little bit more light. Mm-hmm. And um, 
lately we've been focusing a lot. I mean, you know, our students' work here is pretty intense, and our students are... Um, they're really committed and they're really hardworking. And it's important to be able to step away from your work, even just for a few minutes. So upstairs on the fourth floor, we have a little timed walk through the stacks. It's a two-minute walk with little prompts to breathe and oh, things nice. like that. Yeah. Oh, cool. uh, but we also lend uh, these take-a-break kits. And the take-a-break kits, my favorite take-a-break kit is uh, a kaleidoscope. Oh, so just yeah, with like an old style one with little glass pieces in it. Yeah, um, and um, and we have uh, little just sort of tactile puzzles that you can weave uh, Rubik's cubes, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. We've got a Sudoku book, and we have uh, a book of crosswords. Um, around in in sort of high stress times, we put up a big coloring sheet, which we've been and we've been doing that. Uh, I think for like two or three years now, and every year it gets filled in a little bit more and. Some people color and some people actually draw things in it, you know. Hmm. So it's this big sort of like New York City kind of thing. It's really fun. Cool. Yeah. Very cool. Mm-hmm. That's excellent. Yeah. Um, I've also heard about some special programs that the mm-hmm. library puts on. Would, mm-hmm. could you talk a little bit about those? Sure. We're doing a lot more programming in the library now. We had a poetry reading on Monday night that included a... Um, a it was a, a collaboration between a poet and a painter, hmm. and so uh, we had a, a monitor which showed the uh, the paintings that related to those poems, uh, and then we made cookies uh, that had the paintings on them as well. Oh, fun! So, yeah, cool. yeah. So we've had some, we've had readings. Uh, we've had um, uh, what other programming have we done? We've done some uh, in collaboration with the houses. Yeah, the yeah, houses yeah. We've done some uh, some. A few things with the houses. Uh, There's burrito. trivia coming up, right? Yes, the library. that's right. I'll be there. I'm writing the. I'm writing the uh, questions for Oh that. my goodness! I know. I know. So now that I know you're going to be there, I'll make them more about fashion. Oh boy! Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Um, um, no, it'll be fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it'll be great. So we do that. We've done uh, haunted tours of the library, the the old part of the library. Uh, there are many stories about. Um, and um, uh, we did a, last year we did a, uh, the uh, Halloween party was Harry Potter themed, and so we did a, a little uh, LED uh, wands uh, in the library. Oh, fun. Cool. Yeah, it was cool. really fun. Great. Yeah. Um, any, any other developments, future plans mm-hmm. that you want to want to add? Well, uh, at the risk of sounding uh, as sort of geeky as uh as I embrace as a librarian, uh, we are working on a strategic plan. And so uh, we sent out a survey a couple of weeks ago to students and faculty. We've received an enormous number of, uh, of responses. Mm-hmm. And so we're very much looking forward to sort of parsing all that out and figuring what our next steps are and being more responsive. We'll probably do some focus groups around that in the spring, so that will be fun. Um, and then uh, this summer, we're going to be hosting uh, Ex Machina's The Library at Night which is, uh, it's based on Alberto Manuel's book, The Library at Night, which is kind of a history of libraries within the context of his own personal library and his relationship with those books. Um, and it is, uh, it is a virtual reality tour of, uh, I believe it's 10 libraries, both fictional libraries and that real so libraries. Cool. It's very mm. cool. So that's going to start in August, but it will continue through... So, you know, so first years can sure, do it, yeah, yeah. Uh, and it will continue through to about the middle of September. 
so that returning students can do that as well, can see that. So we're super excited about that. I'm not sure that the library at night has been in New York before. So yeah, yeah that would be very special. Exciting. Yeah. yeah cool. And then this spring, uh, we're having a student production of Medea underneath the colonnade around cool. the old part of the library. So uh, we're, we're looking forward to that as well. Great. Yeah. Great. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you so much, Betsy, for being with us today thank and for you. sharing all of that. Um, it was a pleasure. For those of you listening, if you have any questions that you want to send us, feel free to reach out to admission at bard.edu. And if we can't answer the questions, we'll certainly ask Betsy to help. And the library's Instagram is uh, at Bard Library. And our website is www.bard.edu slash library. Great. And we'll um, be with you next time. Thanks. Thanks, everybody.